Welcome to Breaking Butterfly, the podcast for the girls who want more out of life. I'm your host, Maddie Maple, confidence and business coach, motivational speaker, and six-figure entrepreneur. I'm here to lead you into ultimate confidence, feminine leadership, and help you create the life of your dreams. So if you're ready for your next up level, let's go. Welcome back to the Breaking Butterfly podcast, or if you are new here, a very special welcome. I am so, so grateful to have you here. Today's episode is going to be a solo episode all around confidence in our appearance and how to really heal our body image issues or or just heal in general through spirituality and through this conversation of ego versus soul. And I'm really, really excited about this one because it's been something that has been really, really supporting me on my journey and helping me heal. And I think it's going to be a really, really powerful episode. So I'm so excited to dive in. Um, before I, before we dive in though, I have kind of like a funny, just a funny thing, like a funny story that happened this morning. Okay. So I, I got my Akashic records read by Lindsay a couple weeks ago. It was so incredible. It was almost like too powerful. Like so much came up like through it and, and out of it. It was just so, so crazy, but so fucking amazing. If you've never gotten your Akashic Records read, I just like highly recommend it. But Lindsay in my Akashic Records, like something was coming through about like sleep and um, she was like asking me about my sleep and like was like, why is this coming up? Something about sleep. And what kind of came through was that like what my guides were saying pretty much was that I need to pay closer attention to my dreams uh, because there could be like lessons trying to come through in my in my dreams or like like just subconscious things or like healing or or signs or symbols or like things like that that could be coming through in my dreams. So I'm like, okay, interesting. And I've actually been having some like really, really like vivid dreams recently like vivid and like also dreams that are like making more sense like usually when I dream it just makes absolutely no sense like I will wake up and I am like what was that like I just don't even know like what my brain is trying to process or what my like subconscious mind is like trying to get at because it just makes absolutely no sense so at first when she said that I was like I don't think I'm gonna get anything from my dreams um And then, but then, like, my dreams have been starting to make more sense. So, I've been starting a dream journal, okay? (gasps) Where every time, oh my God, where every time I wake up and I like remember a dream, I grab my phone immediately and I just start like writing what my dream was because they say that's supposed to like help you remember your dreams more. And I'm trying to look for like symbols or like, like messages or anything. Like, I probably need to get like a dream interpreter or something. But I was laughing my ass off this morning, almost in tears, because I I haven't gone back and read some of my dreams yet. I usually just, like, write it in my notes, and then I'm just like, okay, cool, whatever, like, like, I, I don't know, I just don't go back and read it later. But I went back and read some of them this morning. Let me just read you some of the excerpts. I know this is not something I usually do on this podcast, but, like, I just want to talk about more fun things and life things. And I just think this is so fucking funny. And let's just remind ourselves here that I am writing down my dreams with almost like a, like a spiritual intention. Like I'm trying to see like what my subconscious is trying to tell me, right? And I'm half asleep when I'm writing these. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go look back at my excerpts. This one was from, wait, oh, this one was from this morning. I wrote this, this, I wrote this one this morning. I don't even remember writing this or like remember this dream. It literally just says, (laughs) oh my God, I'm sorry. Go to mall, 
see popular people share our cream cheeses cool with catcher's mitt. I wrote this in my notes. What? Like, okay. (laughs) Some of these, like, aren't funny, but, like, it's, like, Ashlyn getting married, can't get in. Fish Lake with Henry, team comes to manage. Okay. Beach house. Beach getting taken by waves. (laughs) This person, bleep, blank name, stop telling me what to do. Okay, here's an, oh, here's a good one. Here's a good one. This is from, like, last week. Space cheerleading, oh, space cheerleading team, Brooke, ate all the chocolate pretzels. Okay, and so I'm sitting here, and I'm like, how, what, what is my guides trying to tell me? My guides are trying to tell me I'm supposed to get messages from my dreams. Granted, I probably, it's, it's more my depiction of it. It's more that I'm like half asleep when I'm writing the description, but like space cheerleading team ate all the chocolate pretzels. What, what messages are my guides wanting me to get from my dreams? I'm literally dying. Like I was reading these and I was just like, honestly shocked Oh my gosh. I, I stayed in a, I was in Palm Springs, um, for a friend's birthday a couple weeks ago, uh, which also, it wasn't my birthday. I accidentally put like birthday weekend in Palm Springs and like a couple people were like, happy birthday. And I was like, it's not my birthday. I am an Aries baby. I'm April 4th. Um, but we stayed in this like casita, some of us, like there was a house and then there was like a casita in the back. And I was in the casita with this girl and my excerpt from that day, like my notes in my notes app, just says three little piggies in the casita. You guys, if you didn't think I was weird before, I hope you can truly see, like, are getting a little glimpse into my mind right now. I'm getting a glimpse into my mind because I hardly even <laughs> remember writing these. I could go on and on. I'm like tapping through them right now and just like looking at them, but I'm obviously not going to just keep reading you guys my dreams. But I just want to know what, what are my guides trying to get me to see? What, what message is, is supposed to be coming through in this? I, I just don't, I don't understand, but I just thought it was so funny. I was like, okay, I'm going to start writing down my dreams for the sake of seeing what messages are going to come through. My guides think there's something there for me to help support me in my spirituality, my journey, and my growth. And those are like the fucking dreams I have. I, I just, I can't. I think it's so funny. Oh my God. Um, anywho, I know that was so random, but I just think it's fucking hilarious. And I don't know about you guys, but I just don't have like monumental dreams. Like one of my clients on Feel the Good um, last week was like sharing this like super monumental dream she had with like all these lessons in it and like angel numbers. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, like I do not like resonate or I don't relate at all. Not that I don't resonate. I don't relate like because my dreams are just absolutely insane. If there's any dream interpreters out there, please hit me up. Shoot me a message. DM me on Instagram. I would love to chat with you and help me make sense of these dreams, please, because I just, I don't even know. So funny. Okay. Anywho, today's episode, you guys, let's, let's just dive into it. So, I really wanted to talk a little bit more about, um, I know a couple of weeks ago I was talking about like my journey of healing my acne holistically. And so a lot of things around body image have been coming up for me, which is so fascinating because it's guys, when you get to diff- like, when you get to higher levels of growth, not higher, but like new levels of growth and, and different levels of growth, like you are going through the same like things it's just like it's just a new level it's like a video game it's like you're going through like a similar type of like world and you have like the same like like bosses that you need to defeat in the video game but like it's just like a different level I swear like I go through the same things and you'd think that like oh like once I clear this like once I learn self-love then I get to like I don't have to like work through that again because I already did all the work through it, right? And I kind of feel that like felt that way about 
body image, it's like I did so much work on body image for so long and that was like the biggest issue in my confidence journey, I would say. And so I really did feel like I like that was over and done with. Um, but it's it's always the same things on these new levels of growth. It's like the same the same villain that you need to defeat and it's just like in a different way or a different version and a different like level of it. And so I I really have done the work regarding body image in general, but like working on my skin and things like that, like it's been coming up again. And I feel like it's like high school all over again where I'm just thinking about my appearance a lot and not, not feeling as confident in my appearance. Um, and so also when this happens to you, like never feel like you are backtracking. Like I hate when people feel like they're like backtracking in their growth. Like, you know, if they feel like they made all this growth and then they're like taking two steps back. That's, that's never what it is. It's just, we're always learning it like new things in new ways. Um, and like, if you make all of this progress around some area of your growth and then it starts showing up again, like, don't let that be like, a stressor or don't get like down on yourself or be hard on yourself because it's like, oh, I did all this work and like, look, you know, it was all for nothing pretty much. Like we can get in that mindset of like, it's all for nothing. Um, but it, it isn't, it isn't right. So I'm not feeling like, oh my God, I did all this work and why is this coming up again? It's just like, wow, interesting. There's still areas of this concept and this, this wound that need to be healed. So I've just been thinking about it a lot. It's been coming up a lot for me. And through that, I have been kind of like playing with these these new concepts around body image and appearance. And it's like I already knew these things, but I, I feel like it's sinking in even deeper for me right now. Um, and I'm also, you know, this lesson that I'm going to share with you guys, it also um, relates to so many different areas of our life as well, not just appearance, but appearance is a very like ego-based like desire or problem, right? Like if we want to be prettier, it's it's very ego-based. And so, um, you know, I, w- I want to talk about like appearance specifically, but this concept can relate on so many different levels of just this this conversation around ego versus soul. And pretty much like what I've been thinking about as I've been feeling like ugly because of my skin or I feel like I'm not pretty enough or if I was like prettier, my business would do better or I would get more followers or if I was prettier, like I I would I would be more confident. That's a huge one that we talk about in Metamorphosis is this this conversation of like if I was prettier, then I would be more confident. Um, but that's that's actually not necessarily true because confidence comes from within and um, we are making rules around our appearance that we are saying I can only be confident if I look this way or feel this way or things are like this, right? Which is just not supportive or beneficial for us at all if we're saying, well, I can only be confident when my hair looks good, right? We want to be confident and empowered and love ourselves no matter what, even though those things can give us a little a little confidence boost, right? So it's like, yes, when I have my lashes done and my skin looks good and my hair is done, like, yes, I do feel more confident, but we shouldn't create this rule around it where like I can only feel confident if this. So like if you're struggling with your confidence, you feel like you have no confidence and you're saying to yourself like, well, if I was prettier or if I was skinnier, then I would be confident. It's it's actually just this loop where we're we're pretty much stripping away our power and blaming external forces and saying like, you know, we can't we can't love ourselves or be empowered unless something in our physical reality and our our external and our external forces makes us feel that way, right? So it's just like stripping away our power and taking away 
um, the power that is we get to choose how we feel and how we feel about ourselves and it's all in our mindset, right? Um, but yeah, just these, these thoughts of like, you know, if I was prettier, this and this and that, and like everything would be better. And we attach so much to, to our appearance and it's understandably so because our whole world is kind of ran by appearance, you know, social media and just media, TV, magazines, like all of it. It's, it is very ran by, um, like society And it's made very, very important, right? So it makes sense why we feel this like deep level of importance um, for it in our own lives. But this, this concept that I've been thinking about is just that, do I want to be like giving in to my ego or do I want to be doing things for my soul? And every time I've been having these thoughts come up around like, I'm not pretty enough, or like, if I was prettier, then I would have this, if I was prettier than that, if I was skinnier than this, if my skin was more clear than that, like, every time I hear those thoughts, I've just been thinking about how when I, when I'm being affected by those thoughts, it's me giving into ego, and really, we can heal so, so much and find so much joy and peace through the soul, through spirituality, right? We are human and we're having a human experience and we can't get rid of the ego um, and nor should we try to get rid of the ego at all. We're here having a human experience. We have an ego. We have a mind and, and we are members of society. So in a way, we do need to like play in that realm But when my thoughts about my appearance are affecting me so much that I'm not having a beautiful human experience, I have to look at those two paths of do I want to give into ego or do I want to to relax into soul desires and focus on my soul and spirituality Um is ultimately that is how we're going to to heal and that is how we're going to find peace, right? If you're going after like ego-filled desires, you're never really going to find like peace um, o- only through your soul and through unconditional love can you fully, fully p- find peace. And again, I know we live in a society and we all do have egos and so there are going to be times where we still are, you know, wanting to work on our appearance. Like, appearance is still so, so important to me. Like, just because I want to get out of ego and follow more, like, get more deep into soul, it doesn't mean that I'm not still going to do the things that my ego likes. Like, I I do love getting my lashes done or my lips done. I love getting my hair done. I am going to try and clear my skin. I want to have clear skin. Like, I want all of these things that kind of fuel my ego or this desire to be like pretty right because that is just the world we live in and I'm having a human experience and I still have an ego and yeah you get it right but what I'm trying to say here is that when we hear these thoughts that are getting like very obsessive or like really affecting us on an emotional level about our appearance. We like to try and heal our body image issues by saying, well, I am beautiful. And I am like, like one thing I even teach in metamorphosis, it's like every time you say something bad about yourself, you just say something good about yourself. So like if I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, like my skin looks so bad today, then I would say, you know what, but I love my eyes or I love my hair or like, you know, if you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, like I feel so fat today, but I love my skin tone and I love my nails and I love my feet or like whatever it is, right? Just replace the negative with something positive. But what I've been thinking about lately is when we hear those, when we're thinking those thoughts of like, well, I am this and I am that and I am beautiful and and whatever, we are still fueling the problem that the ego is creating, which is that we have this need to be beautiful. 
we have this need to be pretty and we have this need to look a certain this need to look a certain way and so you know it's so helpful to use these tools and i'm not going to stop teaching those tools of rewiring your brain to look at the positives but on a really really deep level like on a spiritual level instead of trying to tell ourselves no i am beautiful i am beautiful what if we just look at why is that even important, right? Spirituality is is the essence of I am everything and also I am nothing, right? Like I am nothing. And I think there's so much healing to be done when we let go of that egotistical desire to need to look a certain way and be pretty and be beautiful or be skinny, right? Like, when we're having those thoughts and we're trying to like have positive thoughts about ourselves, what if we just take a step back and just fully relax into the fact that does it really matter if I do look like society's version of beauty? Does it really matter if I look like society's version of what they think women should look like? Does it really matter? And sometimes our brains will say, Yes, like it does matter, obviously, right? Prettier people like get more and they're more successful and like they they just receive more. But on a spiritual level, not on a success level, right? Not we're not talking about success. We're talking about just like finding peace in our lives and finding peace within our mind when we're going through these issues around uh, around body image. It's It's just, like, can we, instead of trying to, like, trying to be something, right? I'm trying to be this and be this identity. Instead, just let it go and say, like, what if, what if I'm not? What if I'm not the prettiest? What if I'm not the skinniest? What if I'm not that beautiful? And and almost relax more into a state of, like, acceptance um, rather than trying to, um, yeah, not trying to still fuel the ego, right? And within this, within this, it's sinking into the realization that you are beautiful just because you are a human with a soul, right? Not everyone's meant to be society's version of beautiful, and and we can decide that we just don't want to give in to that. Even though we are part of society and and the appearance culture is so, so strong, we can decide for ourselves that we just don't really want to give in to that or keep trying to like aim for that goal, right? And, and just focus on the realization that we are beautiful just because we are a human with a divine soul and a beautiful heart and a beating heart, and a personality, and and it's it's about getting out of that that egotistical mindset completely, right? Like we have to start asking ourselves, why do why do I even want that? Why do I want to be pretty or skinny or this or that? And we're always still going to want that a little bit, right? The point of this episode is not to say completely like, like completely ditch society. Like we're, we're still members of society. Like we're not going to go just live in a cabin in the woods where no one ever sees us again and not have any outside, like, um, uh, like external forces, right. Of like influence, right. Like we're not going to get away from society's influence completely. I mean, Unless you really want to. I, I I foresee that happening in the future, maybe not in the next decade, but like it, in the future is like creating these civilizations like away from society. I don't know if anyone else has ever thought of this, but like going and finding some piece of land like by a river in the woods somewhere with like a bunch of your friends, learn how to like filter water, grow food like build a bunch of little cottages or like yurts or something and just like build a little community and just fucking like live there and just like enjoy life. 
I don't know. Uh, my fr- Me and my friends have talked about that before, like all just building like our businesses so that they can just kind of like run on their own and then just like escape and just go into the middle of nowhere in nature and just like just live and like read and like just bathe in the river and like lay in the sun. Oh my God, I just, that sounds so amazing. And yeah, that sounds so amazing. But for most of us, that's not our reality and that's not going to be our reality anytime soon. So, um, I don't even know what I was saying or or where I was going because I got so sidetracked on talking about living in the woods away from everything. But yeah, the the point of this episode, it's not to like say fuck society completely, but to be able to see things on a grander scale and see things like almost from a bird's eye view spiritually and when we get too caught up in the ego desires and getting so down on ourselves and sad and hurt about how we look, it's like if if we keep trying to heal our body image issues based off of ego desires, we will always lose. We will always lose. So instead of telling ourselves, like, well, I am beautiful. Well, I am beautiful. Like, look at this about me and look at this about me. I really think that healing comes from this place of just not not caring about being beautiful. What if you're not society's version of beautiful? What if you're not society's version of the perfect weight or or whatever it is or you don't have society's trendy style? So what? Like fuck it. Like who cares? Can we just sink into the realization that we are beautiful just because we are human. Not everyone is meant to be society's version of beautiful. And and just relax into that. Like I've just been having such like a peaceful, tranquil like experience kind of diving into this concept of just like why do I even want these things in the first place? Why am I feeling so sad that my skin isn't like as clear as I want it to be? Well, it's because society created that and I can choose at any moment. Do I want to listen to society? And I like, do I want to like keep focusing on my ego and identity and trying to be somebody, right? Like I want to be this way so that like I like fit in in society and like I'm, I'm like prettier in society or whatever. Like do I want to keep feeding that like ego that like wants that so bad? Or can I just relax into who I am and love myself anyway? And I think that as soon as you can step out of ego and into soul level desires and healing, that is when we can win. That is when we can find peace and healing. And that doesn't mean we're going to let go of all of the things that we want to do to be cute and pretty and stylish and and play in this reality and have fun with it. But when the body image stuff gets too heavy and hard for you to handle, we have to zoom out. We have to take that step back, right? We have to kind of lean into our spirituality and notice that all of that is just ego and and focus more on the soul. Do things for your soul and just love your soul as it is because we are all beautiful just as we are. And I, I think that that statement right there took me a long time to understand. Like, I would hear people say that, right? Like, I would hear people say, like, you know, everybody is beautiful. Everyone is beautiful. And even up until, like, like a year or two ago, like, I didn't fully grasp that because I was like, like, but they're not. But, like, not everyone is, like, really beautiful. Like, some people are just not that beautiful. But that is only by society's version of what is beautiful. When you strip away society and ego, everyone is so, so, so beautiful in their own way. The only reason we feel that we are not is because we have created this, these rules on what is beautiful and what is not. But we can choose which rules we want to follow and give into. And and in some in some moments and spaces, just let go of of ego completely and just... Um, step into that soul level desire and healing um, and just get away from 
this need to be somebody, right? We all want to be successful, be good enough. I want to be this. I want to be that. I want to be pretty enough. I want to be successful. I want to be motivated. I want to be cool. I want to be popular. I want to be like somebody. Like I just want to be somebody. And I think that true spirituality is saying, I don't really need to be anything because I'm already good as I am. And then we can still play and we can still try to like be somebody because we're having a human experience and like for the sake of it, we can try to be whatever, right? I'm trying to be a big name podcaster. I'm trying to be a big name coach, but I don't need to be that, right? Spirituality is I don't need to be anything. I just need to be here. And once we can just be here, that's that's where the healing the healing comes. So that's what I wanted to share with you guys today. I'm really curious to hear your guys' thoughts on this, how this makes you feel. Let me know in our community on the Discord server all of your thoughts about this and if anyone else is kind of struggling with the body image stuff right now, maybe some tips that have been helping you um, or just any thoughts on, on this perspective in this episode. I would absolutely love to hear and connect with you guys. Um but switching gears a little bit, should we answer a hotline call? Okay, let's answer a hotline call. I am going to play this new message right now. Okay, let's get into it. Hi, Maddie. Uh, my name is Stephanie, and I am calling in because I need some advice. One of my best friends, she hasn't really gone through any sort of spiritual awakening yet, and she's in a relationship, but it's really hard for me to not point things out that I feel like are red flags. Sometimes when I do, she, like, defends the actions, and it pains me to see her dig herself into a hole that I'm 99.999% sure she's going to regret down the road. Um, so I really need some help, uh, any advice, any words of wisdom would be amazing. And I love the podcast. So thank you so much. Bye. Okay. Hi, Stephanie. This is such a great question. When this voicemail ran through on the hotline, I was like, oh my God, I need to answer this immediately because I have, <laughs> I have so much shit to say about this. So your friend hasn't really gone through the like same spiritual awakening as you and doesn't really have the same mindset or or just same foundation, right? And it's almost like you can see her relationship more clearly than she can and you're trying to give her advice on it because you've already been there and and you can see it more clearly and she's just not there so she gets super defensive and just probably doesn't want to see what you are seeing ultimately. And I, I have had this happen in, in my life personally where it wasn't necessarily, well, it's happened with relationships, but I was on the other side where like my friends were telling me, why the fuck are you with this person? And they were like telling me the red flags and telling me like, like stop being with this person. And I just did not want to listen. So I've been on both sides. I've been on the side where I wasn't ready to listen. And I've been on the side where I've had a friend, you know, it wasn't relationship wise, but she was going through things that I felt like I had already kind of been through. And so I would like try to share like input or advice and she just didn't really want to hear it. And that was really hard for me because I knew that like, I knew things were going to go south. I knew things were going to get bad and I would try to like say my two cents and she just like, yeah, she just didn't didn't want it. And it was super frustrating for me. And it was actually quite hard to be around as well. Um, just because like it, it it was almost draining. Like it was almost like draining to my energy a little bit to be around something that it was like I've I've just already gone through that and I'm just kind of past that. And it's just really, really hard. Um so I think so the advice that I have for this, which might not be exactly what you want to hear, but you have to just let them go through it. You have to just let them go through it. 
they have to learn their own lessons. And you can point things out to them or make them aware of things, but you can't you can't push it on them. Even though you love them so much and you care about them so much and you don't want to see them make the same mistakes that you've made or you don't want to see them hurt, you have to allow them to make their own choices and just support them either way. And this can be very, very difficult. Like in my instance with somebody in my life, like we actually did kind of grow apart because we were just in such different places in our lives. And I just, I couldn't be around that. Like it was just going down a path that like, I just, I couldn't be around. And, um, and that's not always the solution is that you need to like separate yourself. Um, unless it's really draining your energy and like, it's really not beneficial for you and your growth to be around that. Like you might have to think about just distancing yourself a little bit or or maybe just not being present in the relationship part of her life. Like, you know, maybe setting that boundary with her that's like, hey, you know, I, I just don't really want to talk about relationships. Like let's go do something else instead. Like let's go do this or go do that and just kind of stay out of it. Um, because ultimately there's, there's nothing that we can do. Like if someone's not open to hearing the advice, there's nothing that we can do to make them more open to hearing it, unfortunately, right? It's the whole conversation too around like if you have a partner that you want, you want them to be on a spiritual journey and a spiritual awakening and you want your boyfriend to like stop playing video games and read personal development books and whatnot, Like, there's nothing you can do to, like, get them to do it. Like, they have to want to do it themselves. And so all you can do is just support them and be there for them and, like, allow space for them to grow and just be the example, right? Just be an example. And I think one way that you can maybe, like, inspire this person a little bit more or help them see the red flags a little bit more is more in the sense of like asking questions rather than telling them things, right? So when they're having like an issue in their relationship and, you know, it's like major red flags, instead of being like, you know, girl, like that is a huge red flag. Like you you should not be with this person. Just asking them like, like, do you think that's kind of weird? Like, oh, he like he turned off his location and didn't answer you for like two days and she's like, oh, it's probably fine. She's like not even thinking that's like a red flag or or maybe he's like being disrespectful and like saying something disrespectful to her and she's just like blowing it off like it's no big deal and you're like, uh, nope, someone should not be treating you this way. Instead of saying he should not be treating you this way, just asking like, do you think that's weird? And be like, oh, he did that? I'm like how did that, how did that make you feel? Like, do you think that, like, that is a part of, like, a healthy relationship? Or or asking them questions just about, like, what do they want in a relationship? And not even, like, not even relating it to the relationship they're in now. Just, like, as almost, like, a fun question if you, like, go out for drinks. Just being, like, like, who is your ideal man? How would you want to be treated? And then maybe you can inspire them and just share your experience or an experience around you know, a relationship you had where you thought that like that was the best you were ever going to get. And then later down the road, you met somebody that treated you even better, right? Help them to kind of see that there is the possibility of someone that will treat them better out there instead of telling them that directly. Because when someone tells us like, you know, you're not seeing this clearly and this is wrong and you're not doing things the right way and he's not good for you and you're kind of like bombarding them with that. We think that we're being like motivational and inspirational and like that we're helping them. But ultimately, like, of course, they're getting defensive. It's it's um, it's kind of like an attack on your ego a little bit of like it's going to make you defensive. Um, and so you need to help your friend make like come to the realization themselves again this can be hard to watch and it can be difficult when they're not like grasping onto it right away but there's yeah there's really nothing you can do except for let them go through their their experience because they have to they have to learn it themselves like even all of the advice that I give you guys like 
you can hear it and like understand it to a certain extent, but you're not going to fully, fully learn it until you experience it yourself. Like um, for me with like trust and money, I did like a course all about like abundance and money and like like consciously, like I understood all of it, like I learned all of it, um, but I didn't fully learn it until I had experiences in my own life and my business around money and trusting and like really tapping into abundance and then like seeing the universe prove to me that like the universe has got my back and I'm always supported. Like someone could tell me like, like you will always be supported and like the the universe has always got your back. Like someone could tell me that a million times, but it's not actually going to sink in until like I see it happen in my own life. And, and, you know, unfortunately for this friend, it's, it's the same way. You can tell her all you want, like, this is not a good person for you, but they're not going to see it until they see it. And we have to just make space for that and love our, the people in our life, no matter what, no matter what they're going through, because we're all here to, you know, we're all on our own timelines and we're all learning different things. And, um, that's just, that's just how, how it needs to be. Right. Um, I think of this a lot when it comes to raising kids as well. Like one of the things my dad always said to me was that his only goal in life is to get me through life with as little scars as possible. And I love my dad. I think he is the best parent ever. I think he parented me and raised me so amazingly. No complaints here. Uh, but I, I didn't agree with this statement because I have to get scars. Like, we have to get our own scars because that is what builds our character. That's what builds our strength, our resilience, our confidence, right? If we don't go through anything, we're not going to build the skills that we need to be successful in life. Um, it's, it's kind of like this concept um, around confidence. So, Studies show that men actually do a lot of times have more confidence than women, but a big part of it plays into sports, actually. So men, uh, well, boys, right, growing up, uh, they're way more likely to lead, way more likely to <laughs> play sports. I don't know what just happened with my language there. Sorry, I'm laughing at that. They're way more likely to play sports than women are. And they're way more likely to play sports. Sports, it is people yelling at you, your coach yelling at you, people yelling from the sidelines, right? Doing extra conditioning when you lose a game or you mess up on something or when you're late. It's a lot of failures, a lot of losses, a lot of wins, right? You're experiencing all of these things that really build up your resilience and your confidence because you are getting scarred, quote unquote, right? You are having failures and losses and you're you're almost becoming attuned to them and like getting comfortable with them. Um, and so uh, sports is a big reason why men have more confidence because girls, it's like if we just go through life not really experiencing some of that like tough love or like rough housing a little bit, um, you know, we're, we're not going to have as much of that like confidence muscle built up. And so, you know, with, when I think about raising my kids, I know I'm going off on like a completely like total different new tangent now. It's, it still relates, but when I think about raising my kids, I think about how I want to protect them from everything. Like I, if I have a daughter, I think it's going to be like, Rapunzel vibes. Like, I'm going to lock her up in a tower and she, like, cannot come out because I know all of the bad things in this world and, like, I just want to protect her from everything, you know? Like, like, yeah. I just think about all of the precautions that I'm going to take when I have kids of, like, you know, knowing where they are at all times and, like, I want to have like my kids' locations on their phones and like, because you never know what's going to happen if they could get kidnapped or whatever, right? I want to be, I, I feel like I'm going to be like the overprotective parent. And then I really think about it and I'm like, 
is that the best way to to raise a child? I think it's a balance for sure, right? You want to keep them out of danger, but you also want them to experience life. And like, I hope my kids like get, well, okay. I was going to say, I hope my kids get like arrested at one point. Maybe not that far, but I was thinking like for stealing or something or like graffiti or like egging somebody's house. Like I hope the police like pull up on my kids. I hope that they get rejected. I hope that they fail at something. Like I don't, I don't think I want to protect them from those things. I will try to protect them from like kidnapping or like drunk driving or like things that could be really detrimental to their life but I want them to get scars. I want them to be like scarred the fuck up because that's what builds character and resilience and um, really builds them into the person that they need to be, you know, with that strength to to live in this world. And, um, you know, I say that now, but we'll, we'll see when I actually have kids. I'm probably going to be a crazy ass mom. I, I feel like Henry's going to be the cool dad and I'm going to be, like, the crazy strict mom. Like, there's always a cool parent and then, like, the stricter parent. And I'm I'm going to be the strict parent. Um, and sorry for my kids because I know that Henry is always going to be, like, the, the ask mom, right? Like, he doesn't want to make the decision, so just ask mom. And the decision's going to come down to me and I'm just going to – I feel like I'm going to be a little bit crazy. But I'm going to try my best to let them make mistakes and let them – get a little bit bruised up um, because I, I think that we need that and I think that your friend needs that. Unfortunately, like, unfortunately, she's not going to learn the lesson by you just telling her. So I would say, like, give her space, give her love throughout it, even though it's difficult. If it's too difficult and it's affecting your own energy and your mental health, maybe set some boundaries around it. But just give her that space to grow and just suggest things to her. Don't don't be forceful or tell her things or or be like saying anything negative about the relationship, but maybe just guide her and point her in the directions that she needs to go to kind of see things differently, right? We just want to help her see things differently and um yeah, just just inspire her even just through your example, you know, if if you're dating somebody um or or just like you're single and you're dating different people, maybe share experiences about like, you know, I went on the date with this guy and he said this and that and like that was a red flag for me, like I would never be in a relationship with that person. You know, that story might make her start thinking like, well, my boyfriend does that. You know, why is this person like, why is my friend, you know, Stephanie, why is she not letting, um, like, this type of person into, into her life, right? Maybe I shouldn't be letting this type of person into my life if my friend Stephanie isn't letting that guy into her life. So, it's, yeah, it's, you really have to, you know, lead with example. And I know that's not the best advice. I wish I could give advice and be like, you know, just say this, this, and this to her. I promise it'll like whip her right into shape and she'll listen to everything you have to say. But that is just not the reality. (laughs) So, oh, I wish you all the best and I wish your friend all the best because women deserve to be treated um, amazingly. It makes me really sad when like women are being treated badly and they just like like allow it to happen and let it happen. But I, like I said, like I used to be in that place. I used to be in the place where, um, you know, I was treated very poorly and I would not listen to anything that anybody said, like anybody, like we would break up every two days. I'm not exaggerating. We probably broke up a hundred times plus and I still stayed and I didn't want to hear what anybody had to say about it. And so I know what that's like. I do, but it does just break my heart because I'm on the other side now. And I know for a fact that there is somebody out there that is going to treat you right. I know that there is somebody out there um, who is everything that you want and more. And when we allow somebody to just like treat us poorly, you know, that's that's the standard we're holding for ourselves. It's it's almost like self-betrayal in a way. Like we're betraying ourselves and saying like, 
like I deserve to be treated like this and and you really don't. And so I hope that um your friend can can come to seeing that and it might it might take a little bit of heartbreak for her to see that. Um but yeah, Stephanie just keep being a good friend to her and hold that space for her and uh, I'm sure with your example she will be able to uh, step into her power and see some of those red flags and get out of that that relationship. So I hope that was helpful and supportive and beneficial. Um, and yeah, I hope it goes well. And let me know if it does. You can hop into the Discord channel and, and give us updates as well if you want to. Um, but also our hotline um, can completely stay anonymous, you guys. You guys love sharing your names with me and I love it. And if you want to share your name and if you want to make it known who you are, like, please, please, please do so. But the whole concept of the Breaking Butterfly hotline, like, in the first place was for it to be a space for you guys to ask your juiciest and craziest, you know, questions and ask for advice about maybe situations that you wouldn't ask your friends or other people. And like, I want it to be that safe safe space. I was going to say space and place. Splice. (laughs) I want this to be that safe place and space for you guys to ask whatever you want and receive that, you know, personalized and guided support from me. So, If you guys want to leave a hotline question and ask for advice, that link is in the show notes or the phone numbers in the show notes as always. And um, yeah, I would would love to hear from you guys. Okay, so that is all for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, let me know your thoughts in the Discord. I'd love to hear. And I just hope everyone has the most beautiful week this week. And I will catch you guys in my next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Breaking Butterfly podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would absolutely love if you left Breaking Butterfly a rating and a review. If you do leave a review to show my appreciation, please screenshot it and send it to maddie at maddiemaple.com and we will send you over my complete collection of resources for your evolution. This is filled with PDFs and eBooks, all of my free masterclasses, and a bunch of other resources to help you become your highest and most confident self. Also, to help further along your journey, don't forget to join our Breaking Butterfly community on Discord. The link is in the show notes, and so is the Breaking Butterfly hotline phone number. Remember to call in, ask your juiciest questions, ask for advice, and I will be supporting you guys on air on the Breaking Butterfly podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here with me week after week. And I will catch up with you guys in the next episode. Bye.